whatever. So, you know, is that how you do it? I'm assuming. Uh, not really, but I'm really glad that you said we could just go. You did say we should start off saying "fuck the government." So, <laughs> um, true. If the government does come knocking on my door, I'm giving them your address. Please um, don't do that. My best friend does that too, on Facetime. I remember that. Um. I need I need your best friend's address. She's an accomplice. No, she's, no, no. She's the. No, I can't put it. I can't put it through this. She's the the man in the chair. The the guy in the chair. Yeah. <gasps> yo yo yo! What it do? What it do? We're back. We bike. Okay, back with another one. La Killer Podcast. No, this isn't into the spotlight. I have a really special guest co-host, a friend of mine that I've known for like a year. A frenemy turned friend. Whoa, whoa. Which is always cool. Um, I won't say your last name for protection purposes, but Denise. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. How are you you doing, Denise? How are you doing? Good, good, good. I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm elated. Okay, I'm happy. This is finally happening. Um, I would like to just start off so people can get to know you, a little background of Denise, where you're from, how you like in L.A. What do you do for a living? Oof, okay. We're going to dive right into it, I guess. Um, let me see. Well, I'm Denise. Hello. I've never done a podcast, so this is kind of cool. <laughs> um, I'm from San Diego. Um, moved out here last summer. Um, now I'm living in Long Beach. Won't tell you where. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm out here. Um, I work at a photo studio in uh, downtown L.A., Khalil, you've been there. We've done a couple shoots. I'm sure if y'all y'all follow his Instagram, yes, you know, seen a couple. Um, yeah, work there. Honestly, chill ass job. We get to meet cool people. Honestly, kind of how we met, right? Yes, I I like her job because I can literally like I literally go behind the desk and they talk to me like if I'm working there and I just say some some BS. I'm just guessing. I'm like. Uh, I don't know, but talk to her because she's the one wearing the uniform, not me. Well, I'm we just... don't got uniforms, but you know, I feel that you be acting. You be acting. <laughs> I try my best. Like I try to be you useful. Like you work there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm gonna put on the act. You know, I may yeah. not commit to the full, you know, full performance, but I like to. You know, I don't like just not knowing anything. Oh yeah, the the bathrooms that way. Like I pointed people <laughs> to the bathroom. Like you come on, helpful. You helped. You helpful. That's cool. That's cool. Yes, without getting in the way. But we've done some really cool photo shoots. We've talked a lot of good ideas there, and we have some that I've yet to post because, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the perfect moment for it. But yes, you work at a photo studio. I like going there. I have some more ideas for us to do there yeah. for my Universal Championship. Okay, we can talk about that later. But I would like to know more specifically, like, what is, you, you know, there's a vibe there, but, like, what do you get from being around these artists, these performers, entertainers? <laughs> yes, entertainers. Something that I personally got to work on. Um, honestly, it's really just cool, like, being in L.A., I feel like, and just seeing people do their craft, seeing people do their creative stuff like you doing this like this is cool like i like being around creative people i feel like i'm a creative person and i hope that i can meet more creative people and kind of use it as a way to network even though i just fucking suck at networking <laughs> yeah i hate it too <laughs> i suck so bad but you know it's 
kind of me trying to put myself out there talking to people because here I am yeah talking on a podcast yeah <laughs> being personally I feel like oh kind of kind of a private person like this is in itself putting myself out there honestly yeah being you know out there being vulnerable doing something new and you are artistic you're more you're more like definitely when it comes to like aesthetics you know mm-hmm. you like you we've talked off off <laughs> mic setting setting the vibe setting the room setting the the field you know with the yeah. music the lights the yeah. colors like what what kind of what was the introduction to that you know was was it growing up were you around people that were art artistic that were that were very expressive <laughs> right um honestly man this is sound so cliche if you're into I'm going down this pathway I feel like our interest in spirituality so I feel like in things happen for reasons slash signs but I personally feel like I have always been a bright and colorful eccentric kind of looking goofy person and I feel like my style represents that and I feel like when I'm setting the mindset of putting something together I have to set the mood like there has to Mm. be some sort of mood like I don't necessarily feel like I'm creative all the time it's just I have to get in the right mindset I have to be around those people there has to be an energy about it there has to be I don't know I don't want to say something going on (laughs) but you know and again back on astrology I'm a very like Taurus I'm a Taurus if you guys believe in that kind of stuff and uh very senses are important to me Mm -hmm. i like the way things look i like the way things feel on my skin you know Mm -hmm. the way things taste the way things smell i got the candles yes you do music like the humidifiers like you know good energy i want to make sure we all (laughs) go but i'm i'm i was thinking about that and even think about it now like do you get burnt out does it is it easy to get burnt out like i want Kind of like with astrology and like I'm not too known about it. I like mm-hmm. the ideas of it, but like, um, like uh, Mercury and retrograde. Okay, I've heard that. That's the <laughs> no. basic of our know. But there's a shift. Do mm-hmm. you feel as though, okay, I need a shift into a different aesthetic every couple months or every couple weeks? Is it every couple of days? Is it that right. frantic? Like, how do you keep yourself from burning out? And right. have you done that? Um. I don't think I burn out on the idea of aesthetic because I personally feel like if you look around and you look at my place, I feel like it fits me. Okay. I'm like, like everyone has their own personality and their own style and their own look. And I also feel interior. Like, listen, basically life is art is how I view things. Mm-hmm. The way I see things like life is art, art imitates life or life imitates art, however way it goes. But I mean... I do get burnt out on the idea of constantly having to think about creative ideas. Okay. Which is why TV, uh, watching shows, music is an outlet to just, I'm going to decompress, I'm going to read. It's kind of why, again, back to spirituality, mind, body, soul, yo. Like, you know. I I mean, for me, I, I get burnt out if... If I'm forcing it, obviously, I try yeah. not to force it. Like I was talking, I think I talked to a friend of mine. Uh, he he makes music, 
and I was telling them about how I don't force it, but I do challenge myself every mm-hmm. once in a while, and I'll be even more specific. Writing music, mm-hmm. I won't, I won't give myself a time limit. I won't give myself any pressure of like, okay, today I'm, uh, I have one hour to write a song. I won't do that. But if I go out and I'm having fun, I like to give myself a challenge or homework. All right, when I get back, there's a song I haven't really put enough time to, or I'm close to finishing. I'm not going to sleep until I finish it. Right. Which means I can either finish it in an hour or it gets finished in three hours or it gets finished the next day. But I'm giving myself as much time as I need. But if I go and do it what I'm supposed to do, it's going to be done quicker. Right. But I'm never going to rush it, be like, okay, blah, 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 <laughs> and then go to sleep because yeah. I know my, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel good enough to go to sleep yeah. knowing I, oh, I just did some. BS on a song that's gonna be yeah. I'm, I could never do that so it would take as long as it takes right now you know I like to challenge myself I feel like I like to you know relate things to basketball it's like I want to challenge myself I right. want to shoot all yeah. my shots with the left hand or just floaters like keep what I love if you're passionate about it yeah that's yeah. like us as creative people like you gotta be Again, it's vulnerability when we talked about it earlier, like yeah. that all kind of ties into it. It's just kind of a side of showing the side of you that other people don't always see because it's, it's creative. Yeah, and it's not easy though. No, you know, not. Like one thing for me musically, I can say like it does come naturally from being, growing up from, you know, definitely like my dad's side of family, my, my aunties and grandmas was all in the church. It was gospel, it was singing, soulful, mm-hmm. my aunt, um, she, she, I want to say famous, but very well known in, in, in Tennessee, in the South, very yeah. well known country singer, got a record uh, deal and all of that. And being surrounded by it, just hearing it, digesting it uh, at a young age, I didn't know that would be something I would be into or mm-hmm. even good at, but it's definitely something that comes naturally. It doesn't come easy, but it's yeah. natural. It doesn't, it's never forced never has it been forced and I've always grown uh-huh. every year with writing and you know becoming an artist because I've the way I look at it kind of like with your aesthetic and your expression it's you yeah. and as you grow older it can it, you can add more or right. it can change or you can replace something and it's kind of like with me with artists like the more I the more I grow the more my art grows right and I think that's that's growth that's growth in every means like that's the real thing the real beauty of art is seeing the growth in these yeah. artists and not just staying stagnant saints yeah staying stagnant you know i mean i'm sh- it happens though it happens i'm not gonna lie i feel yeah. like when it comes to like personal projects for myself or even working on projects with other people i feel like i get stagnant but again that all boils down to like we all go through cycles and you yeah. know it's just kind of a part of life, but like you know, you just got to push through it essentially. And as you're on pace, and as you're pushing through it, like what do you use? You know, uh, what is it? Uh, Motivation. Um, uh, I was gonna, I didn't want to say medicinal, but like, what is the? Uh, um, so, uh, what is it? Self medication, self medicating. What do you use oh to to push through it in <laughs> L.A. and Los Angeles of all places? Like, what, what do you do to push through it, to get yourself going and, you know? I mean, I don't necessarily feel like I use uh, weed, <laughs> for example, <laughs> to uh, push through it. I think that's more of a, 
It's again, it's a vibe. It's green. Yeah. It grows from the earth. It's yeah. God's it's natural. A plant. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just a relaxer to kind of uh, not always overthink all the time. I feel like I personally am an overthinker. I personally think I have a lot of ideas and my brain's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. So sometimes it just helps to be able to like chill. Because right. even though I'm a chill person, my brain is uh, spinning circles. Yeah. Because sometimes I see things, again, being an aesthetic person, I feel like I just see things and I feel like I have an eye, for example, for photography where I'm like, that is a cool shot. The lighting's nice right here. I'm just easily distracted by the wonders and the beauties of this planet Earth. Right. <laughs> and you are a photographer, as yes. we, we talked about that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I would like to even know more about that. It's like, what do you, in 10 years and five years, what do you, what do you, what do you see foresee yourself as being a photographer? Are we talking about having your own photographer, own photo studio, having your own lessons of being a photographer? Are you going to be on Fiverr giving people's lessons? Or what what do you want from photography? (laughs) And what has been the biggest thing you've taken from, the biggest reward from being a photographer? Huh. Damn, got some good questions there. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Honestly, at this point in my life, I see myself with photography being more of an artistic escape. Um, I don't necessarily want to use it to monetize it because I feel like nowadays, this day and age, we monetize um, a lot of our hobbies. And I just am not trying to be on that having to feel the need to just enjoy something and then well I gotta do this because I gotta make money for it I want to enjoy things because I want to do it for me as an artist Um, again self-expression is very important to me for some reason Mm -hmm. and I think that plays a big part in my work or my style kind of why I'm also all over the place because I do have a lot of ideas but um Probably 10 years from now, again, I just see myself having more time and energy to just basically have the financial freedom to just go out and take photos. Because at this point, I also want to be traveling and yeah, see the world. And I think that's, again, just art in itself. I enjoy photography for, like, catching capturing a moment. I feel like that's my... You said proudest. That was a question, right? <laughs> yeah. What is what's the biggest reward? Reward. Yeah, from from being a photographer, from um, being in the field. Honestly, yeah, just I think capturing moments when you take pictures of other people. I think it's always great to like look back and be like, oh wow, remember? Yeah. Remember that? Remember that memory that we did? Even though like, oh yeah, we were trying to do this. I don't know. I think it's just cool to. I just think of like future generations of being able to. Hey, look at me back in the day when I was. 21, 30, you know, like, that's the most rewarding for me, I think. You said something definitely that caught my eye of Mm -hmm. capturing the moment and being, you know, again, having the artistic expression, a very, very popular show, my favorite show, and a show that you really like as well, Euphoria, very (laughs) well known and known Uh, for capturing moments, the visuals. I love the visuals on that show, it's something I can't. The mm. aesthetic, the mm. colors, the mm. the expression, the artist artistic expression. You know how much I really love that show. You know how much I've, I mean, I've 
I've I've incorporated to my music, you know, which mm -hmm. I'm really proud of. Do you um do you take motivation or inspiration from those type of shows like uh, Euphoria? Oh, absolutely. Um, again, I think having an eye for photography, I think when I see shows like that that are very visually well done and just you can just tell the production team or whoever they are that gets the shots is like it makes me want to get into videography like mm. again it's another form of art that i'm just so interested would be interested in learning because of when you see stuff like that and i'm like i want to make something dope like that's what artists mean i want to make something dope like before like the shots dope mm -hmm. um it's crazy just inspo from everywhere man just again photo shoot vibes with the makeup with the outfits with the music like everything comes in full circle <laughs> it, it does like that's one thing is so crazy like everything ties in you know stories it's all connected story even the stories aside but just the art and how it's being put together everything mm -hmm. is so cool i really love uh last seasons um when lexi was doing the play and awesome. like that was like uh a sh the the show within the show like that was yeah. really cool and man except i wanted to see maddie and cassie fight i'm not even oh, flex. man, man yeah. i'm sorry that part i just wish yeah a little bit more went down there yeah that that was like i, I really didn't understand it's like cassie was like you know playing such a tough game to nate and saying how crazy she is and all of that being all psycho killerish and everything and maddie maddie's like a silent killer like you should be afraid when she's not saying anything that's that's the type of you know what i mean the type of vibe i get from maddie's mm -hmm. like you have to when she's not saying anything when she's not moving that's when you should be the most you know the most scared but i hopefully hopefully season three I mean, season three is going to be all over the place with think so? Fez. I don't oh, know what's right, going to happen right. with Fez. Right. I mean, um, uh, Ashtray, he he uh, may still be gone. He may be gone. still be here. You know, wink, wink. Like, there's not a, a huge cuff. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up an hour, too, please. Um, what is that? Uh, yours truly has uh, made a bit of a, a, a spill. What is that? Hard seltzer? Mm-hmm. Um, how does it taste? Is it does it even taste good? Is it? Yeah, I mean, it just tastes like. I mean, this flavor I got is strawberry hibiscus margarita style. Ooh, strawberry so, hibiscus. Honestly, is it's good. pretty good. Yeah. You wanna try it? Um, I'll take a sip. No, thank you. But <laughs> I've had strawberry hibiscus tea. I think Max. Yeah, I think Max had some. Um, not speaking of Max just yet, but strawberry hibiscus is good. And again, like season three is going to be all over the place. I think they're taking a long time mm -hmm. so they can kind of make it make sense of like, okay, three years later or uh, two years later. Mm -hmm. I mean, Fez probably be in jail. Ashtray is gone. These guys got to be out of high school. Also, question, question. Where, what happened with the suitcase and the drugs? Because yeah, that kind of disappeared too. I'm a little, they gotta, I hope they, they better address that. I really hope they do because I'm like... The, the episode when Rue was gone all over the place to, his, to her mom and to her mm -hmm. sister and then mm -hmm. uh, Jules, fuck Jules, <laughs> and whatever fucking, nah, what's, what's his name? Uh, fucking Cameron, Casper, Elliot, yeah, Elliot, you know, him, the new guy, um, I hate him. 
you and know, then, yeah. they all was like hearing on to that. I'm like, yo, do y'all not understand? Because they, they say they flushed it. Yeah, they oh. flushed it. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. like, why isn't the drug late? Oh, yeah, no, because she's crazy. She's, she's crazy. Oh, I guess she did uh, whatever she did in the, that one scene. I totally spaced on that. I th- yeah because she, like, um, out. oh yeah uh, she I guess does that mean she I guess she paid her paid her back uh, I don't I mean, know it she could made have it sound like worse. yeah she, I thought she was gonna die if I'm being quite honest like I'm gonna sell you some slave slave shit so that's why I was like you better be on the run girl what well, you doing out here that's what all social media was on about and that episode uh, was the realest episode thus far with how serious of a situation that mm-hmm. is you know what I think is gonna happen because um. So the the Pornhub girl, I don't know her name. Oh oh, uh, what's her face? Uh, I don't. Chloe. Chloe, yeah, Chloe Cherry. She's she's a great performer. Um, so her boyfriend. Oh, Faye, Faye. Faye, yes, Faye. Um, her boyfriend, the snitch, was working with the FBI, whoever, and they were trying to point it on to Fesco and Ash. Right. But. Um, Fez was kind of already hip to the the thing. Oh, it was like, don't you remember when? Uh, oh, yeah, I know, right? That's that's. That was crazy, yeah. crazy. And that's my guy. Like he's, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's cool. Like he's the right hand man to to Fez. Like that's 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 tough to get one of like the most popular mm. characters out. And I, I don't think that was an easy decision. Mm-mm. I really don't. But. Yeah, I think they're gonna try to pin it on, on the um, what's her name, Marsha, or no, Marsha's the the mom to Nate's, but uh, oh, Nate's man, mom. I'm so bad at names, bro. <laughs> I don't, I don't, even, I don't even see her, but um, yeah. Oh. Um, no, that's that's the that's Nate's mom. Ah, she a weirdo. Yeah, too, but she's though. funny though. Like she's actually a comedian in real life. Oh, okay. But I think they're gonna try to pin everything on her, Fuck. and her, and she goes to jail. So. Ultimately, Rue ends up being scot free. I'm gonna say Ethan Bus or Ethan. I mean, Nate is about to be going through some shit if his mom's going to jail. Goddamn. Yeah. Oh uh, no 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 no. Um, the drug lady. Yeah, the crazy drug lady is going to jail. Her, sure. the mom is just. Uh, yeah, not confusing me. Okay. Yeah, because I thought that was the drug lady, lady, but. Gotcha, gotcha. Um. Yeah, I haven't seen Algie Smith McKay. I haven't. He's. I know. He only had two seconds, literally. I. I don't appreciate, yeah, the uh, lack of... The OGs, like, cat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I completely, yeah. I was interested in hearing his story just because of his uh, relationship with casting, how that went down. Yeah. And, like, all of a sudden he out of the picture. I mean, I guess he's in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, you know, it's kind of a, oh, he's in college, like, these kids are in high school. Right, I get it. Right, right. But, like, I don't know. Which is weird, um, and even more weirder is like we just saw how the like uh, Cassie and Maddie was like, "You're with my uh, ex, you're my best friend," and then it's like, "What about McKay and and Jay uh, and Nate?" Yeah, it's I like, know. "Yo, you're dating my my ex, and you're my guy, and you're you're my friend. We pl- we're on the same team." Is that bro code? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's. Yeah. It's, it would be it would have been cool to see the the male perspective of that too. Yeah. But we might just see that like season. I feel like um, Sam, the creator, like uh-huh. Sam, he is a mad genius. So I feel like 
Mm. Yeah, right now. I don't like saying mad genius. Well, he's a bit of he's a little bit of both, but he's had, he definitely has to get some better. Like he definitely have to make season three. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tie in from all the things we didn't get in honestly, season two. You want to know how I honestly feel? Is I feel like season two it was a lot of a running all over the place. Yeah. And not really quite, you know, putting a pin on situations. And yeah. it just felt like you're watching one episode or boom, 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 then that, like. Yeah. So that's why I don't like saying Mad Genius because he could work on that in his writing. Personally, yeah. I know maybe that's his style, but uh, for me, as a person that's trying to, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> And There's I, a lot going on here. And I think with, I mean, Euphoria, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of Zendaya, but like, yeah, Love like it. I don't think we are like HBO has good quality TV shows, yes. and when you get Zendaya, um, even even with that, Zendaya in 2019 isn't Zendaya now with an Emmy with being in the third installment of Spider Man that just hit a billion dollars oh, shit, I like that. <laughs> With being, you know, recognized like before Euphoria, she was doing the great, the greatest showman, and doing, uh, you know, she was in Shake It Up a couple years back when oh, she's like in her preteens. You know what I mean? She did Zapped in 2014. You know what I mean? Like, see, I remember Casey Undercover when she got her own little. Di- what is that? Disney show? Yeah, that was Disney show. Zapped was Disney. Shake It Up I'm, was Disney. I'm so. It's really great to see like these people. Like you see them as a kid. You know. Yeah. And you. All like, these little kid shows and it's dope and then you're like oh now you're out here making real ass movies real ass shows like that's so dope like look at it 2014 was zapped and then you go to 2019 and it's euphoria like and and between then 2017 the greatest showman and spider-man home uh and homecoming and then two years later it's euphoria you go from disney to marvel disney to rated r you get what i'm saying like <laughs> Euphoria, yeah. uh, Zendaya really didn't have that, that, that next step until Euphoria. So it could have still flopped right. and it's still been good. You know, she's still a great actress. Yeah, she's like what? Is she like a producer or something on Euphoria, I think? Um, I, know, I know Drake is. I would say she should be at this I'm point. I'm pretty sure, let me see the subtitles or something, but she's like, not subtitles, you know. She she's, might have written. Yeah, she's helping written, which I think is super dope. Like that's yeah. why she's also, I feel like, kind of the main character slash face of this is because yeah. they've given her so much access or whatever. And that's one thing I do like a uh, a lot about Euphoria. It's like, yeah, Zendaya. When you see the cover, it's of uh, Euphoria Zendaya, mm-hmm. but it's not just Rue's story. It's everyone's yeah, story, yeah. and it's it's not just you know Rue having the hardest. It's Nate's and or Nate's dad's story is really weird (laughs) and then Jewel's story is all over the place with her parents and finding herself and Lexi and Cassie and you know listen I love me a good drama because this is a good drama but uh it just makes me question like man was high school really like this for so many all people because I I, I not doing all this I hope it I hope it's not okay because that's a lot of drama every week you know what i mean that's a lot but like the way i look at euphoria euphoria is i always say euphoria is taking place in florida because only florida can have this much craziness but euphoria is like a mix of california and and florida okay you get a lot of the rain from florida and craziness and you get a lot of the aesthetic and Mm -hmm. the 
you know, being able to run away from your parents and not get in trouble in California, right? But, Amen. you know, like, Euphoria is great. That's all I can say. Euphoria is great. I'm looking forward to, Absolutely. what, two years, three years from now when they get back to it. Oh, my God, what? Yeah, they're taking a break. Oh, shit. Um, they've talked about it. I don't think oh, I don't everyone's think. talked about it. I got But they've talked about it because it's like, yo, we're doing other stuff. It takes a lot of... of us mentally and you know emotionally doing these scenes so the way i look at it's like me being a creator and i know what it feels like writing music and sometimes getting you know tired and exhausted it's like yo breaks are needed you know what i mean give yourself some breaks some time yeah go live life you know what i mean like if you know euphoria is kind of based off of the creator sam it's like okay and you know i write music kind of based on my my growing up in my story it's like okay i've written as much as i can now i gotta go live life to continue writing yeah and we all got other projects too yeah you know gonna be another spider-man eventually it's gonna be another dune for for zendaya all these other actresses are getting you know noticed and everything so euphoria euphoria got renewed for season three like the first couple episodes in yeah, it's just February fourth, twenty twenty-two. Yeah. When did it even come out? I don't even know. Uh, I think maybe like January. Yeah, kind of like uh, it came out in January. I know that for oh, sure. Oh wow. Um, this uh season two, but yeah, like Euphoria yeah. for me, yeah, January 9th. Yeah, so it didn't take too, didn't take too long. Yeah, I can't. I know eight episodes. It just came and go, but I'm I'm still enjoying. I've still come back to a couple. Uh, episodes from uh, season two mm-hmm. but um speaking of art and again living in la how do you stay like motivated you know you you're you're like you said specifically like you take and you're getting inspiration and everything but just getting out of bed you know <laughs> like getting going to work paying bills like what is the what's your motivation why are you even doing any of this stuff oh man i don't even know sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that's real that's that is real and that's why i'm asking these questions because it's like that's a real answer like it's okay to not know you yeah. know what i mean like it's okay that's what i want all y'all to understand even for myself like i don't know sometimes either like i'm i don't know man i'm just trying not to end it right now like you know like (laughs) you you know what i'm saying like it's okay to not know and it's um it's even even more um amazing to not know but keep on going yeah you know what i mean it's like that that says a lot it's crazy though when you say like not knowing it also just makes me think of it's all about perspective everything perspective because the idea of not knowing could be a scary for some, cause like, bro, I don't, I don't know what the next move. I don't know, I don't know what's coming up next. I don't know what's happening. That can be scary, but at the same time, on the flip, like flip the coin, that should also be exciting. Yeah. Because now it's like you have the power and the choice and the decisions to make in order to create the life that you want to yeah. live. So that's why again. Again, spirituality, man, everything is just connected, I feel like. And that's just kind of the core as far as, like, me trying to just be grateful for the things that I do have, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And when you wake up with more gratitude, I think it helps. It helps with trying to, like you said, 
get motivated and do the things you want to do because don't get me wrong I'd be feeling like I don't want to do shit I have my days where I'm I'm not in the mood well um I would say mostly because you know you're a woman so you have you know you're gonna have those, those <laughs> oh we're gonna we're those, gonna jump there we're gonna um <laughs> well we don't have to just yet but um I was, I was gonna say something before I jumped Sorry. oh I was gonna say like again like not knowing yeah I kind of look at it's like reading a book and it's like I want to know what's happening what's gonna happen next it's like exactly we have that choice to know what's gonna happen next if we keep reading if we keep going what's gonna what am I Take gonna do next, next week you exactly. know what I mean yeah, yeah. what am I what where am I gonna be next month at what point of my life am I gonna be it's like well, you will know if you keep going, keep, you know, unraveling. And I, w- I just want to jump in and say it doesn't even have to sound that extreme as far as, like, keep going. Can you just be, by the end of this week, I'm going to complete a song. Or yeah. end of this week, I'm going to take the steps to exercise more. Or whatever it is that your personal goal is. And that's, again, why I think sometimes being by yourself and just focusing on, hey, what do I really want to do? Right. Because if you don't know what you want to do, then we're all going to be out here all over the place. Miserable, doing things we don't want to do. down, not realizing that we all have the potential to be who we want to be and do what we want to do. We just got to have that that push. But, you know... Teach their own. We understand. It gets difficult. We're all creatives. We're all insecure in some way because we are all being judged here, basically, yeah. on our art. And again, it's vulnerability. It's showing yourself, expressing yourself, some part of you out to the world. Whew, that's just scary. At the same time, it's also very rewarding when people are like, yo, yeah. that's dope. I like your eye. Let's work together. Yeah. Let's create. And here we are, creating. And it's, um, yeah, it just happened to me last night. Shout out to my, my guy, David. He's uh he's in Sweden or he's uh, he's overseas playing basketball. He's on his uh he's on the Armenian Armenian basketball team. Okay. And um you know, he was I won't I won't divulge too much in what how he's feeling, but he was like, "Yo, by the way, I was just listening to your last episode of your podcast, your last podcast episode." Mm-hmm. And to know that um to to know that and it's like coming from one of my good friends from high school that you know I've been able to stay in contact with and communicate since then it's like that's the that that's rewards a lot to me because like you're not just listening to support you're listening to use you're listening to you know absorb mm-hmm. and take what I'm saying not just you know I'm, I'm gonna put it on just to support get him some streams or whatever mm-hmm. because that's cool you know thanks appreciate it but you know if you're not taking what I'm saying then I could just be mute and you're just gonna just you know mm-hmm. you know support so I, I it really rewards me for knowing like people are absorbing it, people are going to it to use it and hear what I'm saying, and you know take take whatever they get from it and apply it f- for themselves and just try it. That's yeah. the main thing. It's like none of what I'm saying have I done or nothing what I've <laughs> said is without me trying it at least a couple of times. You know that's that's why I, I say the the things I'm saying. It's not just because I think it sound cool. Mm-hmm. No, it's like I can say these things because I have personal experience and I've diff- I've tried different variations of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't just try it and then, oh, it didn't work out. Oh, no, I tried it and kept on trying. I, I think I said, just, I, I don't know, I've said it to someone. I'm very stubborn. I like making things work and I like trying different ideas. Yeah. And it does exhaust me. 
you know definitely if it's like a relationship that can be very exhausting but if it's like you know what this bar isn't fitting the way i want it i'm gonna try a different word or i'm gonna try you know going double time on this on this you know on this mm -hmm. record mm -hmm. like it, if it's something i can really control or manipulate like in the music sense it's like wow see i could have just kept this bum bar in here or i could have just given up and stopped writing i tried a different way and i made it work yeah don't don't stop don't ever stop you got to keep trying you got to keep going yes i will say it's also okay to pause though yeah don't ever stop but pause mental health yeah take the time to breathe take a step back we on pause now we don't stop right right you know take your time to collect yourself you know i like to breathe in like take a good seven seconds I feel a whole lot more better now. <laughs> yeah, like I feel a whole lot more for better. Real, honestly, just like breathing real quick. It just, yeah. Just take honestly fifteen seconds to take two, three deep breaths. And yeah. Like you'll just more level-headed. Yeah. You can hear it in my voice. Like I'm, I'm way different now. Like I'm, my stress level, definitely my shoulders, my back is all gone. Not all gone, but kind of gone. I mean, well, speaking of stress, <laughs> tomorrow is gonna be a big day for me because I'm getting this rotten, okay, cavity filled, don't even know if that's a word, probably not, but this rotten, broken tooth Ugh. out of my mouth, okay, I went to two dentists today, okay, and the second dentist was like, yo, this is... I, this is above my pay grade, you gotta go to a specialty, okay, you gotta go to a special oral surgeon, I, I started to take offense because, like, don't say oral to me, okay? That, oh, my God. That, 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 that goes the different route to, to my brain, okay? Don't say that here. But I'm like, yo, you're a dentist, and you're saying this is too much? This is your field. This is your field. Yeah. And this is too much for you? I wonder at what level, like, are there levels of dentistry? Like, I don't know. Or like, you know, oh, I got this degree in dentist school. I only went this far, so I can't do that, bro. <laughs> I got, I reached receptionist. Right? That's, like, how that's do you... Oh, my God. That's me. I reached answering the phone calls. And... Nah, but not like that. But, you know. Yeah. They got, oh, I got my AA in dentistry. That's why I can only do the cleaning. <laughs> right. Like. I didn't get my master's. my fault. Yeah, you know, <laughs> not yet. Guy. You know, I'm taking time. Remember, I'm pausing right here. All right, cool, cool. All right, gap year. I get it. You know, it's cool. Um, speaking of college, okay, before we get to college, though, yes, I have this. I've had pain in this tooth for a couple months now, and I've had this tooth the way it is, a hole in it, cavity filled since I was six years old, okay? And the funny thing about it is the same tooth, but on the different side, if anyone that is in dentist school or works at a dentist, the tooth that I'm talking about is 14, okay? It's that's what I learned oh, something. All the dentists out there. <laughs> paging our dentist, paging our dentist. 14 <laughs> is the tooth I'm talking about. That's the one, okay? I got the one opposite of that tooth on the other side removed already. So it's both both to both teeth i don't give a fuck both teeth are linked together mm -hmm. and i gotta get them both out i've already got the one out i gotta get this yes. one out tomorrow you got any uh, referrals out there <laughs> does anyone sell percocet okay um boys in uh, pain right now yes do we have any uh uh is fbi on? uh never mind <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of college shout out to my brother 
Okay, my best friend for a couple years, Shion the Jam. Okay, he's gonna be walking the stage tomorrow. Berkeley boys. Okay. okay, we bike. He's graduating, and I want to talk. I want to talk about him for a couple for for uh, a minute because his route to where he is was so strategic and genius. Okay, think. Um, take in perspective. Me and Shion went to the same high school. That is one of the hardest schools and one of the most impressive like uh, schools academic wise in the country. Like if you used to visit the school, you see the big blue banners of math, science, and all that. 2015, 2016, 17. Berkeley? Uh, no, we're talking about high school. Oh, high school. Okay. Oh, and sure. this high school, if you were to shout out to Granada, of course, <laughs> but if you went to high school and you're doing any um, advanced classes, you would sign a contract saying, "Yo." If you kill yourself because of this work, we're not held liable. Oh, hell no. Okay? Like, no. you just have to sign that. No. And it was hard. And everyone that graduated from Granada that's in college is like, yo, college is way easier than Granada. That's dope. Honestly, yeah. that's dope. You went to the same high school? Me and Cheyenne, yeah. You went to that smart-ass high school? Yeah. I, I hated it. I it, it was so hard for me because it was freshman year in high school. I was living in Oklahoma at that time, and you're talking about being in a different, in a different state, a different, a different way of life in in middle America, literally in the middle of America. And for me, I was just living in the South before Oklahoma, and their academic uh, capacity isn't so high as a California or even a New York and the pristine, you know, colleges and. Um, private schools, liberal states, boop boop. All right. <laughs> and so for me, I was when I when I went to Granada, I was shifting my entire life. We're talking about um, different time time zone. We're talking about everything being so fast, everything oh, yeah. being so on demand. We're talking about everyone with phones. We're talking about seeing God, seeing these you know these kids pull up with Ferraris from their dads. You know, ordering Uber Eats at school and all of this, you know, Damn. privilege. It's like everything was so new and foreign to me. It's like I was I was just in awe. I was just taking aback from everything. And you know what? I will admit, yeah, my grades and the grades that I was not ever good at or subjects I was never good at was bad. Math, terrible. Science, terrible. Uh, history and English, great. PE, awesome. You get Okay. <laughs> But like, yeah, I struggled in math, I struggled in science, but I didn't let it, obviously I graduated and I didn't let it, you know, yeah. hold me back. I just needed that time, that accommodation to get myself right and look at your boy. But yeah, I went <laughs> to the same, uh, me and Cheyenne went to the same high school and to, his, his strategy was community college. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. saved over 40 Bro, to $50,000. I'm a community child, community college child myself. So I'm a huge supporter. That's smart as fuck. Yeah. And he in, he's a numbers guy. I'm not a math or a numbers <laughs> guy. Okay. I mean, I thought <laughs> this is not funny. This is not <laughs> good for me to say, but like I was me and Drake, um, me and Shine were trying to calculate, um, the, the Drake and Kanye, um, they did the free Larry Hoover uh, concert at the Rose Bowl or whatever. It's like a big dome or the Coliseum. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, if you got these some X amount of uh, of seats, 
The tickets should only be maybe like seventy five hundred. Uh, nope. These things were like four hundred, five hundred. I said they're gonna make sixty dollars. They made way more yeah, than well. sixteen thousand dollars. <laughs> oh well. Like it was. I would. I said it as though that was the actual answer. That was the messed up part about it. Like I said it in fact like matter of factly sixteen thousand dollars like i looked up i looked up at the at the sale and like okay if you carry the two and then move uh-huh. the decimal to right <laughs> like sixteen thousand what'd your friend say um i'm not gonna i shouldn't say it but he did the math and it was way more than sixteen way more than sixteen thousand but he occasionally refers to me as mr sixteen thousand so that's hilarious um but yeah, he took the college, the uh, community college route, saved 50 fucking bands, Hell okay? Yeah, that's cool, expensive. And he he did um, Berkeley last year, Zoom, Ugh. which, you know, he didn't have the full experience. That's And uh... he made his last year, his senior year in college, he went, he's gone, he's been going out all different ways, all, um, parties and uh banquets he's been doing a lot of banquets a lot of supporting you know the pakistan banquets and uh yeah like um banquets banquets yeah like uh, banquets that sounds like weird that's weird right now um repeating it yeah i know right um banquets like you know dress formal you know eat good food and whatever banquet is uh, i think you have to go to the definition yeah that's how you pronounce it banquet yeah so it's a bit weird. Banquet, what yeah. But he's sorry. he's just been making the most out uh, most of his time up in the Bay. K shaving the Bay. K killer in L.A. Hey, we're back in the race, yeah. Like I'm proud of you. I'm proud of everyone that had, you know, that had a lot of ups and downs, but didn't let those downs keep you down. Okay, you bounced back up and you got yeah. yourself going mm-hmm. back on again. Okay, on that treadmill, on that on that routine, and you're doing more. And I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. Okay, you should be proud of yourself. That's the only person you need to be proud of is yourself. Okay, dead week was what last week, and this is finals week. Mm-hmm. And now you're about to cross the stage, my guy. And to everyone else, I'm happy for you. More life to you. This is only the beginning. Okay, he's gonna be a lawyer. So this is literally just like phase one for him. Okay, and he's already knocking this out of the park. I got more. I got way more. Um, love and expectations for me because you know you're you're still representing me when you're out there okay I can't just have you be failing because then I gotta cut ties with you but again I'm happy for you I love you I hope when you see this or when you hear this um, you've having a really great moment in your life you did this for your family okay you I won't talk about his family but his his family is very proud of him okay and I love you you're my guy always more life okay geez um Speaking of more life, um, <laughs> that's a funny way for me to transition to this. Um, <laughs> oh God. Um, or like maybe the opposite of more life. But you are a woman, okay? This is the first time I've ever, and this is something I've been wanting, is to have a, a lady, a woman, a female, um, you know, uh, however you feel comfortable being uh, referred to, mm-hmm. a voice on this platform because it means it means a lot to me as someone who was raised by women and you know learn the you know ways of a woman how to respect a woman all of that and there's things that women have to go through that men don't have to go through and one of those things is uh 
well it's a lot but one of the things specifically is pregnancy yes and we're in california thank god right and you know if i was I'm, I'm as much comfortable as you're able to, or you're willing to delve into it you know your stance and you know your 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 reasoning of um being pro-abortion that's how you would like to say it, pro-abortion <laughs> right yes i oh man this is hilarious yeah i just like saying pro-abortion kind of just to like piss off the pro-lifers <laughs> that's just me being petty but you know i don't, don't want to be insensitive so i'll just say pro-choice because again it is all about choices and um yeah i am very much an advocate for women allowing to be capable of making their own bodily decisions um it's just honestly just crazy that we've gotten to this point that we're again discussing we were just not just but like high school for me and they talking about abortions and it's like why are we talking about this it is a senate and the house and all this other government bullshit is mostly old white men why are old white men making the decision for the united states as a whole with which is a very uh diverse and multicultural country what the stirring pot what's it called the mix the the mixing pot i just it's crazy to me that i'm just blown by the lack of empathy the lack of understanding the lack of respect yeah just even you think we want to get abortions no we don't want to get abortions is it a difficult decision to make absolutely and that's why it should be my choice and not your choice listen like i already feel like the whole system as a whole is flawed with the racism and the sexism and the homophobia and now we got the foster care system which ain't shit mm -hmm. fix that let's fix the foster care system if these people are so pro-life why do they make it difficult for us to live here right. we're not just talking about mental health a little bit ago and it's that. mental health awareness month as well oh very much so exactly like we say we want how are we supposed to be get better and do better and be better if we don't have the support of the government and at this point it just feels like they're just here to control yeah. women's bodies and honestly shove their whatever right-wing christianity beliefs that they have on us and not everyone again boils down to separate of church and state i'm not christian i don't relate to your sayings like right to each their own you can believe in what you want to believe but don't be forcing your thoughts and opinions down my throat and that's just kind of how it feels like with this whole abortion thing it's just where's the freedom in that you know yeah, aren't isn't this america you know yeah. home of the free right like and at born this to the point, brave i'm not i'm not standing up for no god bless america i'm gonna kneel for this shit just like what's it Colin Kaepernick, Colin, Colin Kaepernick. kneeled for the football and i've knelt before at a basketball game years ago and i will do the same because now women are being treated as second-class citizens like and again 
this boils down to, not boils down to, but this ties in with like, you know, uh, being a feminist and equal rights and being a biracial woman who is predominantly white. We also have to recognize that this is anti-feminism feminism with the white feminists, you know? Mm. Like, who is, who is going to be mostly impacted by this abortion ruling? People of color, poor people, yeah. people struggling. Rich white people are still going to get abortions on the low key because guess what? They have fucking money. Like, that's what the whole, like, issue is for me, too, is just the hypocrisy in this shit. Like, there's just no logical it's just straight up assholes trying to control our fucking lives yeah. <laughs> that's why fuck the government yeah. like we have to go out there and we got to protest and we got to vote and i know people hate hearing that but at this point it's like we can't keep allowing these people being in power that are going to make it difficult for us to live our lives yeah what's the point of that like these these are the people that you know like the they say like you know we're not we're not in the 1950s anymore. Well, guess what? These people were yeah in the 1950s and they still yeah. act like this is the 1950s, 1960s segregation uh-huh. and treating you know um, people of color and specifically black people <laughs> as you know like in, like a third world citizen. You know, with not that, even when, you're one eighth right. like, technically like that is right. so fucking messed evil. up. Yeah, like, that's inhumane. Absolutely, and that's why, again, Make America Great Again, uh, this is what they mean by that. They want to go back to the times where white old men ruled. Mm-hmm. They were white, race, they were man, gender, boom, you're winning. And and women weren't even, exactly. you know what I mean? White women was just, yes sir, food, Listen. go listen. clean the kitchen or something. <laughs> Sexism, man. Also, 1920s, when women got the right to vote. Mm-hmm. But also not just women. Again, white women. Right. What? I'm pretty sure it's like Native Americans or Latinos or, again, I'm sorry, black people apologize for that because, again, we're the last ones to get the opportunity. I don't remember what year, but it was like the Latinos or Native Americans or someone were then in the 1950s or 60s. They have a right to vote. Like, that shit blows my mind how yeah. racist our country is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. My goodness. I can't even. But, yeah, abortion, um, I will argue to the death with people who are pro-lifers. You just want to control somebody else's situation that doesn't even have anything to do with you because your life isn't going to be affected. It's the person making that decision whose life is going to be affected. So I really think people should stay out of other people's vaginas and sex lives. Again, that also ties to this whole homophobia thing. Like, come on now, let's stay away of people, out of, get out of people's bedrooms. Who gives a fuck who they're sleeping with? If right. they're man and man, woman and woman. Damn polyamorous. Day. Yeah, respect people. And that's all it really boils down to. It's like crazy, the lack of empathy and... It's an insecurity, you know what I mean? Because like, yeah. what what business does it, you know, revolve around you from what one man and another man is doing, yeah. or what woman and another woman, or you know what? It's an insecurity, and it's like it says a whole lot more about you than anyone else. Exactly. You know, and um, Oof. well, well said. You know, well said. Thank you for that. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> my only question is. Um, if you have a choice to get rid of it, I should have the choice to abandon it, right? That's what Dave Chappelle said. 
Obviously, I... we're just joking. Okay. <laughs> okay, these kids, kids cost okay for women and for men. Okay, kids are uh, hefty, hefty, hefty. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's listen. Uh, I understand the humor in that, hilarious, but also I can't really necessarily be mad at a man if a man is like, hey, I don't think we should have this baby, I think you should have an abortion because I'm not ready financially, yada yada, whatever. I don't want to have a kid with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think as a woman that you should be pissed if you decide to keep the child. Again, your body, your choice. Right. But don't, but just be ready to be a single mom is what I'm trying to say. Like, if you're good with that, okay, you know, and that's that. I, on the other hand, am not good with that. I am not doing that, so I'm aborting this baby. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Um... And then it comes down to, uh, but unfortunately on the other's perspective too, if that happens as a man, I'm sorry, but you probably gonna be put on child support. Yeah. If, you know, you have to, why are you nutting in a woman that you don't want to have a child in? Yeah. Who's the one shooting the gun? The man. It's like, you know, this whole birth control issue. I can wear all the bulletproof vests, but if you shoot me in the fucking head, I'm still going to die, right? Right. Like, birth, you can use birth control, but again accents happen if why are you you know it's just about kind of being smarter sexually and again another thing we as americans are not great at is talking about sex education at least in you know shits in like texas and stuff where they don't be educating people on sex ed and that's why they have the highest rate of right teen pregnancy because hello educate people give people the right tools you know to make the right decisions don't force religion or shit or whatever it is that's not gonna work, you know. And I think that's their that's the goal is misinform, mm-hmm. um, keep uh, us stupid, keep yeah, um, pretty much. So they can have these babies, so they can, so businesses can keep being, you know, the fucking oh, uh, the prison. It goes back into yeah. that, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, it's it's just what I'm saying. America sucks, bro. It's it's all <laughs> in one twisted, you yeah. know, messed up, you know, pretzel. Like, very grateful to live here, but at the end of the day, yeah, fuck the government, fuck America, and fuck that for people not trying to, again, make things easier for us. Yeah. We're floating on a rock in space with only however little time that we have here on this planet. Yeah. Passing time, and we're deciding to make it difficult. I mean, I don't know. That sounds super... You have to pay taxes? What are you talking about? Yeah, who invented... like, Like... Come on, money not real. We just took money out of our ass to go support whatever war is happening right now. Yeah. There's always a war happening. Like, this shit... The worst, what's, what are we doing uh, about the war happening in America? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Put the money in people who need it. Like, yeah. they, oh, listen. Coming to L.A. from living in San Diego, blessed. Blessed. Privileged. I'm sorry. Because L.A., hella homeless people. Yeah. And it makes me feel weird as a person that is lucky enough to have my own place to see other people struggling like this like it's like yo what are we doing out here man yeah it's just weird you know we in hell low key yeah you know well we are in the desert okay yeah we're in a, a very uh high pricey desert it's, i mean yeah gas we, whew, yeah jeez okay 
Don't want to come here to California. Yeah, actually, gas way too expensive. Get the fuck out of here, everybody. <laughs> yeah, don't don't come to California. Don't no. don't uh, visit Hawaii. I'm, oh, don't visit Hawaii, honestly, because oh man, Ezra Miller is taking that that island hostage. Listen, colonization. I'm on behalf of white people. I just feel so disgusted. Like it's just like, damn, bro, people can't have nothing without you trying to colonize this shit. Yeah. Oh man. My brain hurts. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's all messed up, but we gotta you know start a conversation, a dialogue, and, and we gotta keep stepping forward and doing what we can. Right. Yeah. Even if it's simple as having these conversations, because at least you're a putting a different perspective out there, and b also informing other people, or you know, someone's gonna hear it. Yeah. You know, even though we might not be the smartest, the brightest people, but hey, <laughs> I think we're good-hearted people. I, I think we are. You Our know. intentions are in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just got opinions about shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we, we, we definitely did um, give a lot of opinions. And yes. a very, uh, and we tackled a lot of hard-hitting um, conversations and topics. Definitely of the, the woman uh, side of things, which is very appreciative. Uh, thank you. Of course. Um, I think I can do this, which I... I really like doing. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Uh, where, is this? where is this? Um, I just give you uh, air horns. <laughs> well, that's been the LA Club podcast with Denise. Okay, this was really freaking fun, and I yes, hope sir. everyone you know got something from this and. You know, more life, more more everything, okay? More love, more um, prosperity, you know, more, you know, um, uh, more empathy. unity, <laughs> empathy. Yeah, you know, understanding yeah. and, you know, less being a douchebag, less being a dictator, okay? Less being just mean and evil, bitter, okay? What are you doing? Why are you waking up going online to hate and spread this evilness. What's happening in your life that makes you want to do that to compel you to do mm. these things? Hey Amen. Okay. You, what you send out comes back tenfold. Heck yeah. Okay. Keep that in mind. Okay. Mm. I. Right. This has been L.A. Khalil, Denise. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. See ya. Hey that.